Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. Welcome to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. Today we have a very special guest, Danny Im, a.k.a. Tebin, member of the OG Korean hip-hop group One Time of YG Entertainment. He was also the host of the show Danny from LA on Mnet in 2012. Danny is, um, he, I've been a fan of this guy for a really long time. I've been a fan of one time for a long time. I think um, as a kid growing up with K-pop in the 90s, one time was that group that kind of hit that sort of hip-hop steez in my mind uh, in a way where it was very unique, very authentic to um, what was going on relevant here. Um, more than hearing about his, uh, as much as it was uh, dope to hear about his career and the things that he's experienced in his music career in Korea, what I really appreciated about this conversation is uh, just his realness of character. Though he, yeah, they had a bunch of hits and they had a lot of success in Korea, um, but he's been back here in the States for the past seven years now. Um, he had a kid. Life definitely hit, and uh, he's a full-on family man now. And what he values um, in life more than fame or money or anything like that or success achievement-wise, it's uh, his kids, his wife, personal relationships, um, things of that nature. Um, I think it's really this one's really good for anybody who's um, wanting to kind of maybe step into that that realm of pursuing a music career or any sort of career um, in the entertainment business. He gives a lot of um, really good insight in terms of uh, building a strong foundation for yourself, which comes from knowing yourself, which takes time. So, um, yeah, I think I just appreciated his view on being patient with yourself and being dedicated to your craft on whatever that is. Um, this one's just another just really good um, real talk. And I love those real talks to be able to see the humanness and the human side of the people that, that we look up to and, and are inspired by. Um, also really just fun. This dude's a really funny guy. There's a lot of laughs in this one. Fun lightning round is always at the end. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. We got j on the switches. And today, I'm super stoked to have this dude in here. We have Danny M, a.k.a. Tebin, from the, mem- from the OG K-pop. Well, not K-pop, Korean hip-hop. I don't call it K-pop. It's Korean hip-hop as far as I'm concerned. One time of YG Entertainment, Danny's in the house. What's up, Danny? Hey, man, what's up, everybody? So this is a big one for me, man. I, we were talking a little bit before we started one. recording. Yeah, I, you need I was, more guests, bro. <laughs> I was uh, hey for me to me it, like what the impact of what one time was at the time of my life. So I was in high school, so I was probably about 15, 16 years old, right. and I just got it introduced to K-pop kind of as a whole. But I was a hip hop head. I kind of grew up yeah, in LA. Yeah. Well, I did grow up in LA, but I think I grew up mostly around hip hop music and. Um, I thought K-pop was cheesy because I'm like, I don't really vibe with the sound. And then I felt like, well, one Chinushan came onto the yeah. scene and I was like, oh, sick. I'm into this. Like, I kind of vibe with the sound. So you heard it from here, though? Yeah, oh, all real. from here. That's I'm not even up. from Korea. I grew right. up out here. 
And um, and then when one time came out, I was like, yo. And then there was the dancing side of it too. I was like, yo, I can kind of get on. Nah, when we first it. came out, we were a little cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little cheese there, man. Well, we, we so I would, I'd love to get into that though, because I mean, talking to you now. I'm sure you're in a very different mindset from where you oh, were at sure. back then. Yeah. How how old were you when that whole thing? Uh, when we off? first debuted, I was 18. So oh shoot! I okay, to, so I went to Korea. Than I thought. Okay. I went to Korea. <laughs> I went to Korea when I was 17, and then we debuted about a year later. So. And how did that come about? Was there this? It was just random, man. It was just to? random. Obviously, I was just a kid in high school, like in music over here yeah. in the states. And where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in, I went to Dianbar High School, so okay. Walnut, Dianbar area. And you're born here? Yeah, I was born here. Okay. I was born at USC Medical Center to get specific. Let's go, okay, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we were just out here, uh, and I went to high school with Teddy. Yeah. And uh, just, we ran into these um, these random guys. Uh, we met them to somebody else, and um, we heard that they made music. And they were older than us, they made music, and... You know, we were interested in that. Yeah. And so it just happened to be that they lived like two blocks away from where Teddy lived. I mean, we never ran into him in, in, in Dianbar. We yeah. met him to someone else in L.A. And they're like, where do you live at? And we're like, Dianbar. And they're like, so do we. <laughs> and we're in Dianbar. And yeah. it was like two blocks away from Teddy, right? And yeah. so, yeah, they had all the equipment and stuff like that. And um, they're like, yeah, you guys just, you know, come by any time. And so, like, after school, we used to just go there all the time and just messing around with their stuff. Yeah, and Because yeah. at that time, like, no one had, like, uh, like recording equipment. You right. know what I mean? Like, we used to dig going to the uh, karaoke or Norebang. And you <laughs> yeah. know how they make that cassette tape for yep, you? And we're like, yep. oh, damn, we could hear ourselves. Yep, you know what I mean? Gold. And so when we heard that they had that, we were just messing around with their stuff. But they also, they were in contact with YG or, you know, they knew them by just, you know, they sent them music here and there. Yeah. And so, um, like, one of the demos, they're like, yo, you guys should get on it. You yeah. know what I mean? So me and Teddy did one of the demos and sent it over. And, you know, they sent it over. Um, specifically for their song, yeah. you know, just for their song. It's right. a demo and we just did it for fun. And, you Wait, know, so he, were you already thinking that, yo, I could rap, I could sing, and I, I liked it, okay, you know what I mean? Okay. But and well, you're making your Korea is seven thousand miles away, man. Right. You know what I mean? So um, was that? The and goal, I wasn't. Though, I didn't graduate high school yet. Okay. Uh, it was. If if it happened, it would have been cool. Got but you. it wasn't like what we were trying to do. Like, if it happened, cool. You know what right. I mean? But. Um, we did want that, you know what I mean? But uh, we didn't know how to make it happen. Right. It just fell on our doorstep, you know? And so he sent that, and then, you know, I guess he hit, hit him back just saying, like, yeah, who are these two dudes on the, you know, who are yeah. these two kids on the, the demo? And, and they just said, oh, these kids that live in the the area. So these guys were already connected with some heads in Korea. They kind of Yeah, you know, they're, they're uh, producers, okay. so they just, you know, sent out demo tapes and right. music yeah. uh, to, like, YG and a couple other... Um, a couple other companies yeah. to you know get their music out there you know and so um yeah it wasn't really our audition tape or nothing like that right. he was just curious who these you know kids were and he just said all right next time i come to the states you know let me let me let me meet him up and yeah. so we did i mean it wasn't like an official even when we met him up it wasn't like a official audition right. you know big thing we literally met him up in the hotel room and he just said, Leo, do something. I mean, he was, <laughs> he, he was, <laughs> he was godfather of something, man. When we rolled in, he was like literally laying on the bed, like, 
Yo, what up? Yeah. And we sat down on the couch, like, because we know who he is, you right, know what I mean? Right. Like, he's legendary. And he just, and we're like, oh, yeah, on yourself. Yeah. And then he goes, all right, do something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we literally on that couch stood up and just did something. Uh, and you on the do? way out, babe, I mean, it wasn't that great, obviously. I right. mean, we were caught out the blue, you know, right. I mean, at least we thought maybe we have like something set up, right. you know, but. Uh, so it was a little nerve-wracking. There was other people there that we knew, too. You know, yeah. Perry was there, okay, yeah. you know, just sitting on the couch on the side and yep. stuff. And so it was kind of awkward. But, uh, I mean, on the way out, it was a blur. We just did it. But on, on the way out, I remember me and Teddy, like, yeah, so uh, don't think that's going to go anywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, what else are we going to Oh, do? my goodness. Uh, but yeah. we saw the dude. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Um, yeah, and then, you know, a couple of days later, he's just like, you know, he, he hit us up and... It, invited us all to go you know have some dinner we're like, oh yo he's a nice dude yeah. you know at least take us out to dinner and right, say yo right. you know try harder <laughs> you right, know to right. us or something but right there at the at the dinner all of a sudden he just goes yo would you come to korea and we're wow. like oh really <laughs> yeah from that really but uh yeah so that's how it started that's was how it was it rapping singing dancing both, all both. of it he okay. just he just wanted us to do something you got know? you I mean, there wasn't enough room to dance, thank goodness, because, you know, <laughs> I can't dance. So when you put, in the earlier, when you introduced us and you put one time and dance together, I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> well, see, from my perspective, I just see it packaged on stage. So I'm yeah. thinking, this is tight. There's movement to it. I can yeah, yeah. vibe with it. The sound is dope. There's I mean, the one thing with, uh, you know, Korean performances, obviously, it's made for television. Right. It's made for stage right. performances, you know what I mean? Because uh, you're out there, like, multiple times a week on a live television show performing live you know yeah. so it has to be more you know tight it has right, to be more right. tight can't look all messy it's not just a concert vibe you know yeah. concert vibes are just more you know you're with the crowd but this one you obviously the focus is more on the people watching through sure. the, the lenses you yeah. know what i mean so it has to be a little bit more tight so uh, we always thought of that you know what i mean yeah. with the most minimal dance moves <laughs> yeah. you know i mean like in the beginning he made us so like you know we did what we could right um but him being a dancer himself he knew he couldn't overextend it because all right these it ain't for the dancing you yeah. know what i mean yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit but uh so if you notice like from our second album on um he or actually from our third song from the first album on he uh he gave us a little bit more freedom with what we do gotcha. you know because uh i guess you know he started trusting us right and so if you notice from there like uh we we stopped dancing you know what i mean like <laughs> if it ain't your turn just wait in the back man yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean so like yeah. literally on our third song on the first album which was just a song that we were going to leave with uh -huh. you know what i mean ending the album with i mean the people on the second verse uh, so me and Teddy were on the first verse. The, uh, the other two dudes were just like, at that time, we are just, you know what, just come up during the chorus, man. Don't yeah. even be on stage, yeah. you know what I mean? Because, uh, and that was basically our thing after that, you know what I mean? Like, Got it. Uh, we were a little bit more free and on the choruses, on the hooks and stuff like that. We just had minimal dance moves, if you yeah. notice, like little hand movements and gestures, yeah, just that everyone yeah. get with. But then, uh, just so it doesn't look too messy on TV. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Then how, like, how did the other two, so you and Teddy were homies from back here. Yeah. How did you get paired up with the other two guys? Uh, when we, so when we first went to Korea, I mean, there was like, at first, I think there was like nine of us or something like that, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, wow, okay. And um, so they were just in the training process, mm -hmm. you know, and so we were there for like a year, and they they were already there, and uh, they were already training and stuff, yeah. so we got put in the mix of that. Got you. 
and four came out of it you know what i mean like it, it ain't easy uh -huh. it's not like some didn't make it some actually like yo i can't do this and they take off and uh, stuff that happens all the time yeah right? because yeah. it does get in your head i mean like that's why i always give respect to no matter what even if i dig it or not like anyone who debuts in korea most of the time i know what they went through right so you know that's respect to that that at least you know their passion that they fought through that right you know what i mean so even kids i remember that came into uh to audition because later on my transition after being an artist was you know i looked after a little bit the the kids in the training process mm -hmm. you know and and uh i used to always say like yo straight up this ain't easy you see what you want to see mm -hmm. and that's why you want to be it you know so i always ask him why you want to do this you know what i mean and yeah because if the passion ain't there you're gonna run right you know what i mean mm -hmm. and it's not like our passion was there too but there was times where I want to run too. I'm like, yo, this is too much, man. Mm. Right? Is this yeah. worth it? Right? And so, but the only thing that held me back was the Pacific Ocean, man. That is a big difference. <laughs> like, I can't run home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's pretty there. far, right, you know? Right. But if I live like a couple blocks away or something, I'm like, mom, I'm moving back in. Right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. I really thought of that. Yeah. Right. Uh, it was just a little bit longer trek for me to for get sure. back home, so you know I had to uh, muscle through. How, which was your, were, were your parents supportive of of this? I mean, they had to be, because you know, you just made I mean, because I went, you, just, you know, they you sent left. me off, you know, to a very, very far. Yeah. Um, but but I also, mean, were they afraid? Because I feel like, of I mean, I, because I w went through something similar where I was kind of being scouted so to speak at the mm -hmm. time because i was dancing a lot so somebody came up to me and they saw me at a dance competition they're like yo you want to go to korea and be an artist so it was kind of the other way around oh, it was yeah, because yeah. they saw me dancing and they're like do you rap do you sing i'm like sure why not you know i do <laughs> i do it all right and then uh and then my mom was very like hesitant because you know she's thinking like there's all these like hagikun and all these cheats and stuff in yeah. korea and she's like i don't know you got to be right with the well, right one people. thing one thing that uh i think put them a little bit more at ease of course they're worried i mean they're worried now you mm -hmm. know what i mean uh i think you know parents like especially my parents they're always just you know yeah. worried you know yeah um but since it was yg mm -hmm. and he was a well-known artist himself yeah. and stuff like that and even my parents knew who he was mm -hmm. so um it wasn't just some random person right you know what i mean i think that helped it a lot got you and also um wasn't the best kid, so they're like, maybe this will straighten them out, right, you know what right. I mean? I don't know, your generation, my generation, it was, uh, my parents, when I was younger, it was just basically, if I ain't doing good, is the threat was, yo, you better get it together, or we going to Korea, <laughs> and that's going to straighten you out, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I was just yeah. like, all right, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, that was in my mindset, and when I went to Korea, I was like, what? <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah. um, kids are going to be kids, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I almost thought like, yo, in Korea... I might have went crazier in Korea, but um, yeah, no. So they they were pushing me to go because they knew I loved it. Mm -hmm. And um, I think they wanted to support it. Right. And since it was YG, I think they were a little bit more okay with it. Right. But also another factor is it couldn't hurt. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Because I wasn't like that great of a... A student or anything yeah, like that so maybe this will straighten them out do you feel like <clears throat> your experience of going through that sort of rigorous you know training camp and all that that it did kind of oh it definitely made out? me stronger mm -hmm. you know what i mean like um it did at 17 i think 
the difference was, you know, I got, I was over there yeah. on my own. Family wasn't there and stuff and um, grew up a little bit faster for sure. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and obviously after you debut with uh, Korea social media and uh, I mean, they even have a community called netizens, you know, uh -huh. netizens. And over there, they were, you know, fast in the game because, mm. you know, Korea, basically the most wired country. Yeah by area and so sometimes they're brutal you know mm -hmm. and so you know grew a thicker skin from a very young age mm -hmm. and um just had to grow up faster yeah you know what i mean yeah plus i was in a foreign country i never really been there Went you, once when i was like four or something don't remember it well were you able to were you speaking korean at the time or was i that spoke korean but everyone made fun of it yeah like so i mean in the beginning luckily teddy went with me teddy good you oh, know? okay and so like every time i said something they, <laughs> yeah. they just like this they look at Teddy and go, what do you say? <laughs> like, yeah. can you translate? I know he spoke Korean, but we don't understand yeah, that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it was just basically, uh, I don't know about you, but for me, it was just, you know, pop Yeah. Yeah, like, that, that was pretty much the extent you know, that I had Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. That was about it. Man, so so um, you mentioned this uh, camp where, you know, there's nine nine people, four made it out. Um I don't, I mean, can you talk a little bit about that sort of process? Because to me, when I think, I'm thinking like Navy SEALs, you go out, people ringing the bell, you know, <laughs> tapping out. As I'm well, out I mean, here, it's a little bit like, more structured like? now, but honestly, when we went in, one time was the first group to even come out of that kind of system from our company. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Jinu Shun was the first group. We were the second. Yeah. Now, Jinu Shun didn't go through that program because Jinu mm. Shun, they were a little bit older. Yeah. And it was just something that came to be through, I mean, Sean Young was with YG right. from like, you know, he was like a, he was a dancer mm -hmm. um, from Soteju either. Yeah, yeah. But Jinu, he was with D.O. Uh-huh. And, um, so when YG and D.O. got together, you know, they just out of the blue decided, yo, let's link them up together. And, maybe, yeah. you know, there's something. And there was. And so they came out with that group, you know. Yeah. And Genu, he actually debuted as a solo artist years prior. Ah, uh, gotcha. He was actually, if you guys check, um, you know, um, Kim Sung-jae, mm -hmm. the, the Deuce member mm -hmm. that um, tragically passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when his solo um, debuted in the music video, Jinu Young is in that oh, music no video. Way. What? He's the other it's boyfriend. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of beefing with like, Can yo, I what up? That one up? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So if you, there's a scene where he's like, he's in the car with the girl and then Jinu's right on the outside in front of the windshield like, what up? <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's Jinu Young. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean? And so, you know, they got together and they made that album. Yeah. You know? And then um, that's what kind of started this new company. Yeah. And uh, we were the first group Besides Jinu Shun to come out of it, uh -huh. that kind of even went through a somewhat of a program, but mm -hmm. still trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So we now it's very, very structured. You know what I mean? Um, but that was the very baby stages of YG. Right. Was that kind of like vocal training to like songwriting, dancing, choreography? Was it kind of all packaged? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it wasn't uh, as like it was a little bit more free. Okay. It wasn't so much a schedule and yeah. stuff. Um we were there very very long yeah. nights but i mean there was some i mean we were there like till cuz our you know at that time when we first went there me and my uh me and teddy we lived with my aunt uh-huh and so we literally took the bus back and forth yeah. and then after a certain time bus cuts off right. so we had to stay there till 6 in the morning until the bus <laughs> you know gets yeah. back up mm -hmm. and so like we're all just there and there's no adults 
You yeah. know, so I mean, at times when there's no one there, we play hide and seek or something. You know, I'm mean, like yeah. Ouija board stuff, or there was this creepy house next door. Like, yeah. yo, let's go over. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. we were just acting like kids because right. we were kids. But um, yeah, it, it wasn't as structured. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. wake up, do this at this certain time. Right. Uh, the singing, like singing practice or something, wasn't an official singing coach. Mm -hmm. It was uh, it was this young from this group called Keep Six. Okay, yeah, I remember Keep you, Six. Keep Six, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So Keep Six was YG's very first group he ever came out oh, with. Oh, you know? okay. Uh, but that was under, wasn't under his own label. Mm -hmm. It was under uh, the label he was with before, so did you either, which was Bando. Mm -hmm. And so Keep Six came out of there. And uh, they didn't really go anywhere, mm -hmm. didn't really make it. But... Um, that young, you know, stayed with yeah. YG. And so he was at the audition too, I remember. But he's from North America as well, yeah. Canada. Yeah. And so, you know, his Korean wasn't great. So he was similar to me and stuff. Yeah. So me and him clicked. But, yeah. Um, so, you know, he tried to, you know, do something with us with singing and mm -hmm. stuff. Because, you know, he was a good singer. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like he was an official teacher or nothing like that. So it was more like winging it. Right. You know, right. and then the dancers, like the the dancers for YG or for Jinu Shan and yeah. stuff like that, you know, they would teach us here and there. Um, but it wasn't like all set up and yeah, official, yeah. which is why I guess we also didn't so it seems dance like very well you, even after but that. But you probably, with that, I mean, I mean, now you're saying it's way more structured and there's probably a lot more regiment and like you know scheduling and all that but for during that time you really kind of almost have to be ambitious about like making it to actually see it all the way through for yourself right because there's no one necessarily like because you have to do this you have to it's do that, also right? it's not a given right you know what i mean um that's why i understand it mm -hmm. it's like you could go through all that and it's like sorry but you didn't pass right you know right, what i mean right and not even that, even after you pass, is it like, do I want to do this is right. a thing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you see the schedules, and at that time, it was pretty brutal back then, the scheduling right. and stuff. Um, but it's because you just, you only, if you, if you go into it only thinking about, like, the spotlight and stuff like that, uh -huh. right? It's not going to push you through, because right. then uh, you weren't prepared for the nitty-gritty, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, I think that first shock is when you're like, when you want to take off mm. and that's what you got to push through mm -hmm. and so i'm glad there was the pacific ocean between us because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't really swim that fast or that <laughs> way right? right so um it, or I, I think i would have regretted it mm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. because it was just something i was ignorant with with not knowing right, you know, right. or just naive yeah and so i think it was just a harsh or a quick reaction that i was like yo man forget this and just yeah. you know take off and i would have regretted it right yeah. it's just that I wasn't prepared for it, yeah. you know, so. That's so funny. So I have I have a story that I haven't told much because I really don't have any platform to tell, but only because you're talking about your story. So um, when I met Chinushan, they were out here, they were doing some shows out here and they were looking for dancers. So then okay. they hit up like the Korean festival, my squad and I, we won the festival. So they hit us up. They're like, yo, like dance for us. We're like, hell What yeah. year was this? This is like 99, 99, 2000. So oh, I had really, just graduated really? high school. And so um, we did a few shows with them. And all the while, like, I was kind of, you know, I was doing that, but I was still dancing in the, uh, these other shows. And there was this other talent scout guy who was, like, trying to, like, you know, like, we'll do a demo tape and yada, yada, yada. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm thinking maybe I want to go pursue, you know, like, Korean music career and all that. 
And then, um, so this guy, his name was Noah. He he hits me. Yeah, I know Noah. You don't know yeah, Noah Young, Arc, man. Arc Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Noah Young's like, hey, um, I'm gonna take you somewhere today, but you gotta be ready. And Did I'm you do like, this thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's so, good at that, man. I don't know how he does that. He's really loud. Right? The little yeah, snappy yeah, thing. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay. He's like, you gotta be ready, though. I was like, okay. So he pulls up. We go into this apartment complex, Studio City. I was like. Oh, Sean Young lives here. It's like, can't be the same thing. So like, we go in, knock on the door, and then Sean Young opens the door. And he's like, Ben, what are you doing here? I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm auditioning or something. And then, and then YG was sitting on the couch, eating some food, watching TV. Perry was sitting on, next to him. And he looks up at me. He's like, what's up? He's like, what are you here for? I'm like... I I, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm going to audition. He's I think like, I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like, all right, go ahead. He wasn't even looking at me. He was just eating, watching TV. And I was like, what do I do? And I just was like, all right, I guess here we go. So I, so I think, similar. They basically, yo, do something. Yeah. I was like, man. So I, just, I think I rapped like an Eminem song or something. And then he's like, all right, cool. I rap Tupac, man. I'm oh, old yeah. school. <laughs> uh, see, look at that. At least you're West Coast. And I'm just like, all right, here we go. Um... But uh, so Sean and I, we, I would continue to dance with them. So we, we did shows and stuff like that. But I, I guess apparently this was soon after you guys were kind of popping off. And I guess they were trying to put together a female group. I think it was called Sweet Tea or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're like, yeah, we're not looking for any, any dudes right now. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess it wasn't my thing. But um, I think for me, the most uh, like intriguing thing to me about K- or K-pop, but more in particular Korean hip-hop at that time, was... Out here, you're either like pop, R&B, hip hop. Like there's such these genres where it wasn't all in one. And then when I when I started to see Korean hip hop, especially coming out of the YG camp, there was groups and individuals who did both. You know, like Chinu Sheng was like they, they, you know, sing, rap, dance. And then when one time came out, sing, rap, dance. And so I was like, yo, this is like dope. It's like a one-stop shop for music. And like sonically, it just is pleasing and is it's kind of raw. There's like, it, it meets on all levels. And the funny thing to me was when I didn't hear a sound similar to that coming from like a single artist, honestly, until like Drake came out. Because Drake's over here, legit rapper. He can sing. I was like, yo, K-pop's been doing this forever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he started singing with auto-tune. Yeah. <laughs> auto-tune made his mark, so everyone started singing. Right? Yeah. But so, I mean, I want to talk about, um, I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you feel like that K-pop fusion sort of like one-stop everything in one, like well, where did that come about? I, I think it's something that, um, you know, uh, like, you honestly, in Korea, it's very, very fast-paced and trendy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You ha- literally have, uh, even with audition, man, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's like Korean's mindset. Everything's fast-paced. Everything, right. bam, 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 bam. Yeah. You know? Everything's moving fast, you know? And so even with uh, when you go out on the shows, it's like you have two, three minutes mm-hmm. to basically stamp your mark on people, mm-hmm. you know, make mm-hmm. your mark on people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or else they'll just be like, what is that? Ah, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, that's why I think even in Korea, it's like uh, you see such large groups as well. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I remember when like EXO came out and uh, Isuman said something and I was like this, man, that's pretty honest here. Yeah, that's about right. Right. <laughs> goes, There's 11 of them. Right. Yeah, and he goes, an army. <laughs> You got to like one, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we go by the odds, man. You got to like one, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, 
That is pretty true. Yeah, by, by the numbers, that's most people will maybe like one. Yeah, you know what I mean, this yeah. dude I don't like, whatever, like that, right? right? But if you like one, you like the group. You know what I mean? Kind of. Yeah. It's like that. Because I remember what uh, GD said to me too a long time ago. Uh-huh. And I'm like, because we thought the same thing, but I remember the same thing was said to us. Like, Pekyong might have been a little bit different in our group mm -hmm. or, you know, and um, like, gd i was also are oh, you do all you guys click but mm -hmm. you know yes and he realized it too you know and everybody brings something else to the table mm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. like this person would never been my fan but they're a fan of our group because they like this other dude right you know what i'm right. saying like um yes they support him better mm -hmm. but he's still part of our group so they like our group right you know what i mean right. so i think that's what the whole group concept in in korea is more pushed um and since so many people different versatility i mean if you have an 11 person group man they can't all like the same type of music yeah. man you know what i mean yeah. like even the four of us we grew up with different types of music you yeah. know me and teddy are from the states and they're from korea yeah you know so um can't help but some of our personalities got to be in there mm -hmm. you know what i mean and more when it's a group based thing and it's not like we were the ones all the time that just put us together mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we were young and YG's the one who put us together and thought it was a good match, you mm -hmm. know? And so we didn't just get together because, yo, we saw him on the street. We just started doing our own thing and stuff like that. It didn't come like that. And most groups in Korea aren't like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So everybody brings something else to the table. And I think that's what comes out in the music, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like someone, somebody might... And we always said that we always like all types of music, you right. know what I mean? Like um, there's always a thing in Korea where they go like, oh, this album, you know... It, in Korean, it sounds better, but like, what color is this album? Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was just uh, like, huh? We always, I always said, we always said the same thing. Um, rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all yeah. different colors, man. Because, yeah. you know, it's just like Good. when someone asks me, yo, so what type of music do you like? Depends on the day, depends mm -hmm. on my mood. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I think that's, that's what it's about. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So a lot of times when we're doing, or when we do a song, it's like, there's a lot of, uh, different stuff in that and, and mm -hmm. it's not it's harder to categorize you know mm -hmm. and plus it's just a performance aspect you know what i mean like we do it way more it's not just like a couple shows at the end of the year or it's just you know concerts that aren't you know filmed yeah you know so you have to be a little bit uh thinking a little bit more about fashion and how your set is done mm -hmm. you know what i mean um and so all those come into place because it's a different way that they basically get uh get their music out there to the people in Korea. Yeah. You know, yeah. there was a different medium on that. And so I think you just have to package it differently. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's not like in the States, they didn't do that. I mean, like back in the day, like in the eighties, like Bob Brown, man, he did everything. He yeah. rapped, he sang, he danced, you it's know? true. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, so for you four as kind of a group that was put together in terms of, I'm sure chemistry and finding that to, though that might've been the reality, you got to look like, y'all are a squad right so well i mean you become one right i mean because right. you go it's just like i mean everyone's put together say mm -hmm. like in uh navy seals or something like that right. but what do they do they become your brothers right man. after right. you go through the dirt together man mm -hmm. you know so it's uh yeah become brothers you yeah know? yeah so with you guys um in terms of that chemistry and stuff like that what did you feel like and for yourself was kind of the the thing that um not just kept you together because obviously you guys you know all decided to pursue this passion together but because i think you know when you talk about you know you can get lost in the noise very easily if you're not dope 
And if you're not if you're not presenting something quality, genuine that can kind of stand stand the test of time, I mean, you might be able to have like a hot you know single or whatever, maybe even a hot album. But then after that, you can kind of fizzle out. So in your mind, what do you feel was kind of that secret sauce for one time that kind of okay, kept you guys was, out there? There's always there is something, and I always thought about it. It's not like it was planned though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't planned by any means. Um, so we were. In a sense, our group was a little unusual and uh, at that time with uh, groups like us because besides our first and second album, um, which still wasn't that short amount of time, between albums, we took forever. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. between second and third album, third and fourth album, fourth and f- it's like mm-hmm. two-year break. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the States. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No one does that in Korea. Mm. Like you come out a couple months later, bam, you have a new album yeah, or something, yeah. you know, or mm-hmm. you be out there. We literally fall off the face of the planet for two years and come back. Mm. Now, it wasn't by plan. We didn't plan it. It just happened to be that way because we're also, you know, you put us ourselves in a different country with our own studio Mm -hmm. we're kids man you're like you know we're procrastinators too sometimes (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah until they finally like all right that's enough y'all need to come out by this and we're like okay let's get it done you know yeah yeah um but yeah but when i think back on it Uh the one thing was so we never we never just rode the wave of our success from before the album before that time passed whether mm-hmm. we liked it or not. Mm-hmm. So we had, every time we came out, we had to prove ourselves again. Mm-hmm. Like, and when we came out again, we still, again, it's been so long since we were even on stage or in front of a camera. Because even in those two years, it's not like we came out on shows or anything like that. We yeah. were gone. Yeah. No social media really at that time. Or even if there was, we didn't really do it that much. Yeah. And so it was kind of unfair to our fans. And we felt sorry for that too. Sorry that, you know, we, were, we just had those personalities. Mm-hmm. But like they went through a tough time because we just fell off the face of the planet. Like they don't know what we're doing, like mm-hmm. what's going on or if we're okay or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, when we came back, I remember like when we get on stage again, I'm nervous as heck. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think one thing that subconsciously that, you know, sometimes people fall off is when you become complacent, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we just, never really had that luxury to come become complacent because mm-hmm. we did it like that. Mm-hmm. Not because we were smart and we, we got to do it like this. We weren't right. that wise. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. When I look back on it, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But, um, our procrastination basically yeah. Yeah. <laughs> made it be that way. But I think it helped us, you know, at least not become complacent. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you guys write all you guys own music? Yeah. We recorded in, um, I mean, Teddy, the genius, yeah. you know, pretty much, everything there you know yeah. what i mean but it was the four of us um sometimes it was just me and teddy because the other two visa problems mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. once we got that cleared it was the four of us uh yeah we just set up uh one of the rooms in, like mm-hmm. a house or something like that um like you ghetto, ghetto your- style man like in the beginning later on they finally funded us with the official phone right <laughs> but in the beginning you know of course like eggshells blankets you know what work, i mean yeah, like do yeah. what we can uh-huh. but we were cool with that that's yeah. like that was our style and so like uh it's not a like crazy official studio mm-hmm. so i mean luckily at that time uh technology was okay enough that we could do it on our own uh-huh. you know what i mean so 
um, yeah, like I would record Teddy, Teddy would record me, mm -hmm. you know, um, right there, headphones, yeah. got to be real quiet, yeah. you know what I mean? So we used to always say joke around, like, our third album we recorded in Guam, and our next neighbor, dude, had like 30 chickens, man, like, <laughs> we're like, everybody, listen closely, maybe hear some chickens. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, that's good, uh, man. So you guys actually had the ability to not have to be in Korea the whole time to record you guys in kind of I mean there were circumstances where we couldn't be in Korea the oh, whole time uh -huh. so circumstances arose that that's how it was done uh -huh. you know and since obviously there's no studio time it's our place right right, right. that uh you ain't on the clock right You're like yeah go play some Mario Kart <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah 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 that's, that's a, such an interesting I had a very different perspective or just whatever I thought it was like because for some reason I'm over here thinking like, man, that whole Korean music scene, they're just cracking the whip on like all these kids to make sure that they're like grinding, you know, the whole time. I mean, I think YG just realized um, it's not like he didn't like, I think, you know, he was buffering out and then but he realized ah, it's better to just leave these dudes, you know, kind of yeah. let them be, uh -huh. you know, and just, you know give them a smack on their head when they need it. Right. Which we do. We yeah. still did yeah, need yeah, that. Yeah. But um, we, uh, like, being that disciplinary on us wasn't something that would work on us. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't, um, like, even when you're disciplined, like, you discipline your kid or something like that, it's to help them. Right. You know, do better, become better. Right. But it doesn't work on everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes they regress, right. you know, and go backwards and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think we were just the hard hitter kind of dudes that like, man, forget that then. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. like we almost more that didn't work mm -hmm. with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like um, you had to let us do our own thing, or else we would lose the passion of it. Yeah. And then that was our whole thing, you know. And it was also I think YG just saw, which I saw later, because you know you don't realize it until. See, I, I remember the first time I went back home, and of course my mom at that time. You know, back in the day in L.A., you know, she had all those VHS tapes, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean, like stacked yeah. up. I'm like, Mom, yeah. you just keep these and not return them, <laughs> right? <laughs> she still has them at the house, yeah, man. Yeah. I can't watch them because who has a VHS these days, <laughs> right? Right, right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was like when I was just curious, just watching it. And on those, it's the whole show. Uh -huh. And when we used to look back on our shows, you just look at the part that you did. Yep. You know what I mean? Like the manager would have shot it or something like that. You mm -hmm. monitor your, your show, mm -hmm. your performance, you know, to try to make it better. Right. But that was the first time, you know, I sat down and, you know, just basically watched the flow of the whole show mm -hmm. to really see how we come out mm. on the whole platform mm -hmm. with compared to everyone else and stuff. And that's when I first realized that now you might have not liked us, but it looked like we were kind of memorable in the way of you at least get the reaction of who the heck are these dudes? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because we, we did look different. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying we were better, mm -hmm. but there was something different. And I thought, when I saw it, I was like, yo, man, we look a little bit more messier, a little mm -hmm. more grimy, mm -hmm. you know, a mm -hmm. little more ghetto, right? Yeah. But it stood out. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you could say it stood out like a sore thumb, mm -hmm. you know? Sore thumb ain't good, man. If my thumb is sore, it sucks, right? <laughs> so yeah. that's why I say sometimes you might not... Uh, not have liked us but you thought about it yes yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and i think that was uh again something that came naturally yeah we try to come out clean cut and perfect right but that's why you know later on i'll be like because uh i always thought our first album was still part of the training process for us uh -huh. most definitely yeah you know 
um, it wasn't, we weren't ready to come out. We had to come out, you know? Dang, that's so weird because, again, perspective is all, it's just different because, and maybe it's because I'm a kid who is from here and I'm not in Korea, so culturally to what's appealing to me is is going to be more so affected by my environment here than what it is in Korea. But for me, it was that grittiness and that, as you put it, sticking out like a sore thumb. I looked at that as a positive because to me, this was a sound and a look and a feel that I can relate to. And, and you, I get even more stoked because my, like, oh shoot, they're Korean too. Like they look like me. So I'm going to be even way more supportive. Yeah. Right, that's so, what drove me to Korean music as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So in terms of the way that you guys were received in Korea versus the States, did you guys feel that there was a very different, like, like different reception of, of how you guys were accepted there versus here? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, just like you said, mm-hmm. um, but it was it was still a balance. I mean, it's not like so much reception was coming. It's like mm-hmm. uh, it was different. The numbers are different how many people are reacting to it in Korea sure. and how many people are reacting to it here. You know what I mean? So it's not an even, play, even mm-hmm. playing field at that time. And um, there was only like a couple sites at that time. Well, it was like Soompi or something like that mm-hmm. that you could even see, mm-hmm. you know, different things. But um, And since the community is so much larger in Korea that – there's a lot more negatives as well. Mm-hmm. You know, here you just have to, you have to have a bigger test pool. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? At, um, there's bigger test pools now, but at that time, um, it was mostly Korea. You yeah. know what I mean? But you could see that, um, obviously, the people in the States here, you know, they just heard more music or, mm-hmm. you know, um, they weren't so like, what is that by, right. you know, the greediness mm-hmm. of uh, maybe what we portrayed, mm-hmm. you know? So it's a little bit more accepting, mm-hmm. I guess, in, in, in that sense. But, um, still not an easy, uh, even test field on that yeah, one, I don't yeah. think, at that time. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister Watches. They are truly masters of their craft. From quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with, Meister is doing it. They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJUSPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on to store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at Kinesthetic Brand. So, like, um, when after you guys had dropped, um, soon after, I feel like YG family really started to kind of, like, become this army. And well, that's we- where it first formed, man, after our first album. Yeah is when uh, between our first album and our second album, it was when we did the YG Family album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's uh, the first time we actually became labeled YG Family. That was big because, again, that was something that 
as far as from what I could see, wasn't happening in Korea from any other group. Yeah, I mean, it, it came out around the same time. I remember uh, there was uh, another label. Can't really think of the label, but I remember like uh, the Lula guy was. Oh uh, yeah, it's uh -huh. called, uh, and Bobby was on there too. Okay, it was uh, Brothers, Brothers, Bros, okay. or something like that. Bros okay. or something. Um, so I don't know if it was just a, a thing at that time. I can't remember who came out first or whatever. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, the YG family thing was just something. Because I think at that time, it was a little bit more of a family for us. It was yeah. something that was pretty true, yeah. you know, because at that time, YG, the whole company was just, we were in the basement. Mm -hmm. It was just a basement. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we were in tight quarters, all huddled up together, whether we liked it or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's how we became a family because we were always around each other, very close and not that as many people as mm -hmm. it's become now mm -hmm. you know what I mean like different floors and stuff no we're all in the basement mm -hmm. we all had to walk upstairs to go to the bathroom <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it was just uh it naturally became family oriented uh -huh. kind of like that um I was still the youngest yeah that's how long time ago it was, yeah. man. Out yeah. of YG family when the first album came out, uh -huh. I was the youngest. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But so again, I think the effect of it was I looked at it as like, man, that's like the bad boy entertainment of Korea. You know what I mean? The way that bad boy was structured at the time, you know, in the nineties from, you know, obviously Biggie to like Craig Mack to Lil' Kim and then but everybody being put on, you know what I mean? Of course our influence came from those things right, too right. a lot, you know. And um so with that that sort of family aspect is that um would you say that that would be kind of the the appeal or the strength that you feel like yg had to kind of stand above the noise you know what i mean and get lost i think in the maybe noise? uh the reason it worked mm -hmm. was because it was a little bit more authentic mm -hmm. you know um again we were family whether we liked it or not right you know right. what i mean sometimes you don't get to pick your family right you know um and it just came to be that way. I mean, I knew Jinu Shun just like you before uh, I even ever met YG. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think I would be able to call him family. Hmm. You know what I mean? It, yeah. just, it just happened that way. Right. And then even if, okay, we were, I mean, the first time I met them, it was just like, oh, man, it's Jinu Shun. Look at them. They're, they're taller than I thought, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's them right there. They're <laughs> tall, right? I yeah. remember thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so... Just because it's that, it doesn't mean like we're gonna become close. Right. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I remember when I first met Jinu, Jinu Young, he was just like, Oh, you from the States? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> then he goes, I heard you sing. Kind of. Right? And then he goes, Sing something. I was like, Damn, really? <laughs> no one likes that. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm yes. from the States. Sing something. I'm like, Man, really right here? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, so I was like, Okay, I sing something. And I remember he goes, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And I was like, what was that, man? Yeah. So, I mean, it was distance right there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's just naturally it became, you know, more tight-knit. Like, yeah. we lived with them for a while and stuff, That's you know. Uh, me, Jinu Young, Sean Young, and Teddy, the four of us lived in Diamond Bar recording <laughs> our fourth album. Tight. You know what I yeah. mean? That's where Hot Digo came out, uh -huh. you know? And so... 
yeah, it just, I think what happened was just, again, even with one time when we came out, it was uh, not something that was planned. Mm -hmm. It was just something that was different because we couldn't help it, but a little bit of us just came out. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's just who we were, mm -hmm. you know? We weren't as uh, tight, structured kind yeah. of people, yeah. you know? And I think that uh, a little bit more of naturalness, you know, came out on right. people. And same with the, the family album, um, you know, yes, we were labeled YG family, but um, there was a family aspect there. And mm -hmm. so I think that, you know, people felt that because mm -hmm. it came out a little bit more natural. And I think that's the reason it kind of worked, mm. you know. How many albums do you guys have together as one time? Uh, one time officially had five. Five albums? We have five albums. Mm -hmm. So when people, uh, what people don't realize is, so, uh, again, after our second album, because of circumstances, uh, literally the four of us in Korea for albums three, four, and five, yeah. the four of us performing in Korea and stuff like that, less than six months. Whoa. All albums combined. Wow. You know what I mean? That's wild. And so maybe I'm just trying to make myself feel better. I don't know. So when I look <laughs> back, I'm like, by those numbers, we did pretty well. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. We didn't have much time. Yeah. You know, and in between those albums, like two years off. And then y'all yeah. come back for like less than two months and y'all take off again. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I think right there it was just, uh, it just, for us, it was kind of like, hey man, we did all right for that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, or maybe it's because of that we did all right. Yeah. I don't know. But either way. What was the thing for you? Because you, you put out a solo album mm -hmm. um, after that. What was the thing in your mind that you felt like it was time for one time to kind of transition, for you to kind of figure out your own moves? <laughs> I didn't have time for that, man. <laughs> uh, it wasn't my idea for sure. Okay. From the get-go, I wasn't thinking about doing a solo album. Mm. Um, it was after our fourth album, um, or during our fourth album. So this is when the, uh, Teddy, you know, I had to take off from Korea. And so me, Pekyong, and Chinanyong were in Korea. Mm -hmm. And it was around the time where you're busy because you do, uh, like, hangzas at that time. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of universities, mm -hmm. you know, they, uh, they book artists for, you know, the school, uh, like graduation yeah. and stuff like that. And so we were kind of busy uh, doing that every single day. And um, YG just... Uh, the boo one goes, Danny, let's let's do a solo album. I was like, huh? What? Hmm. He goes, just trust me. We'll do it. And, you know, he the boss. So I'm just like, I really? I'm <laughs> That was his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was his line for us. And, you know, <laughs> I guess I just trusted it because yeah. it worked out so far. It was, right, right? right. Okay, yeah. And so far it worked, you know, yeah. All right, yeah. you know, and so like I didn't really have a lot of time to think about it, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So like I would literally be performing all day and night uh, and then after I'm done, come to the studio, they'll give me some words and I'll listen to the demo and then I go in the recording studio, record, go home, sleep a little couple hours, then back at it the next day and that's mm -hmm. how we recorded the first, uh, the solo album. Wow. So it, honestly for me it was a blur, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so I think that's why if for myself, it's not as fulfilling because I wasn't really in there that much. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was just, I physically did the work right? and that's about it. You know, my mind wasn't on it. You yeah. know, it was just all over the place. Yeah. And so it was just literally 
it like it was from the fourth album and then it lapped over like this and all yeah. of a sudden I'm a solo artist. Right. You know what I mean? Like it hit me so hard. I remember like when I was doing the performances, it was just something obviously I wasn't mentally prepared either because it yeah. wasn't something I was thinking about right. until it just happened. Um, that even at performances, you know, there's a lot of downtime, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm there like this by yourself. <laughs> this is weird. I'm by myself. Man. Yeah. What do I do? Right. <laughs> that was the most, most books I ever read in my life, man. <laughs> just like, yeah. I read a book. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. I started reading books, man. I was so, I was so bored, I read books. <laughs> but yeah. I realized it's a great thing. Yeah, everyone should read, man. It's a lost thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so was that kind of the, the end of one time as an era when, when you put out your solo? Nah. Uh, we came out with the fifth album okay. after that. We came out with one more album after that. And then uh, the reason we stopped after that was... Um, one of the members had to go to the army. Mm. And so mm -hmm. basically, even when we stopped, our last performance, I remember too, our last performance was YG, uh, I don't know if they still do, we used to do an end of the year concert. Mm -hmm. And the day before we did our solo concert for the fifth album, mm -hmm. and YG, we did an end of the year concert, which was gonna be our last performance, the four of us. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I remember even before the last song came on, we just said, yo, yo, hold up, cut the music, cut the music. Mm -hmm. And we're just saying, yo, man, this is a crazy moment right now because mm. this is the last time our four of us are going to perform wow. for at least two and a half years, mm -hmm. but we don't know when, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So even to this day, we haven't officially broke up. Okay. So it's Word. like, we didn't close the door, you yeah. know, like, yeah. left yeah. it open, like cracked it open <laughs> because, you know, but we did always say like, hey, it might happen, it might never happen. Mm -hmm. You know, we weren't saying that we we're definitely gonna come back. Mm -hmm. We just said like, don't know what the future holds. Yeah. Cause we didn't, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's just how it is. So after music, um, it seems like there was a transitional period from you as a recording artist to kind of, I mean, I know, understand you had a, a show on Mnet, you had the Danny from LA. That's when I came back cause yeah. I had kids. Uh, you, <laughs> you had kids, I mean? so that was the game changer. Yeah, I mean, I officially came back in 2012 because, you know, my wife was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And uh, her family's here, my family's here. Got and it. Uh, just became, you know, it was a hard decision. Uh -huh. But one I had to make. And mm -hmm. so uh, I literally came back in March of 2012. And son was born in July of 2012. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I came, literally came back officially because mm -hmm. of him. Mm -hmm. you know and family uh and before that i mean there's still a lot of downtime i mean one time we stopped our last album came out we ended it officially on in 2006 mm -hmm. i came back 2012 mm -hmm. you know six years kind of a blur yeah, <laughs> first by, couple man. years you know just wanted to just chill mm -hmm. you know and wow don't have an album to think about coming mm -hmm. out you mm -hmm. know and then I took like a year off and then like um, maybe start thinking about it, mm -hmm. doing some. So, you know, just started preparing myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember just, you know, since the downtown, I was like, yo, let me, let me, uh, went to the, the head dancer dude because I knew him very well. Mm -hmm. Yo, man, let me try dancing, man. Right? <laughs> so I yeah. literally did it. Yo, when I did it, I remember that was when Big Bang just starting. Okay. Yeah. Right? So, uh -huh. I mean, like three of the Big Bang members. I did, I did my thing first, and then right after, he has to teach them, yeah. them three. Uh -huh. And they weren't officially Big Bang members. Yeah, okay. You know? 
and uh, they basically do the same moves I did, uh-huh. you know, because he teaches the same routine that yeah. with me. And uh, uh-huh. I used to always, man, I'm better than those dudes. <laughs> right? <laughs> These your videos and stuff, and yeah. I'm like, and I remember Gino Young saying, it was hard though, man. Right? I remember Gino Young saying, hey man, Dan Marion, <laughs> right? <laughs> Gino Young, man, right? I was like. Because when even I saw the video, you know, just gloating by myself, I'm like, yo, man, that ain't that bad, yo. <laughs> I wish someone had that video because I ain't never going to dance like that again, man. Yeah, I want to yeah. throw up, man. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, even at that time, I remember I took, you know, like official singing lessons for the first time. Oh. Like, I never took singing. Like, so that's the one thing I even told, like, the trainees, like, man, you have to be grateful for what you have as well. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like. There's so many, like, I wish I had a singing coach before I came mm-hmm. out because, you know, like, I just didn't know, right. you know? And, um, like, it opened my eyes a lot, like, damn, man, how come no one told me that, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. really? Oh, that's interesting. You know, like, I soaked it in because, you know, I was just, I did out of more, like, curiosity. I just, yeah. you know, because seeing coaches there, you know? Um, so I went to him one day, I'm just like, what do you teach these guys? Let me know. L- yeah. Let me do it. Uh-huh. You know? And then I was just like, I was amazed. Like, huh, no one ever put it like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah. I just saw it totally differently, you know? And even like at that time, I worked out like crazy. Uh-huh. There was a point in time where like, I took a, uh, I remember I took a photo. I have a photo once, like when I was mad, cut up, yeah. right? Like 1% body fat or something like that. Cause yeah. I was like, this ain't, this is never gonna happen. No one gonna believe me. <laughs> gotta, <laughs> right? Gotta mark I, this for, one like, down. two years, yep. man. Five yep. days a Lock week and in. stuff, right? Uh-huh. Because, you know, they had a, they even had a, you know, now YG had gym, we had a uh, trainer. Mm-hmm. Everyone was doing it. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, why not? Yeah. So I remember me and Wu, we went in uh-huh. and uh, I was like, I'll do it. Right. And so I did it. And then, so the last thing I ever did, I remember that too, though, man. Cause I don't like working out either, man. I'm uh-huh. not that, uh, like, this only sport I play these days is golf. And <laughs> I ride a cart every time and yeah. I park that cart as close to the golf ball as yeah. possible right yeah. and so um yeah like when i think about doing that for two years i'm like damn how'd i do that but you know when you get into it you get into it you right, know right. so um yeah i remember the last day it was just like i got i was in the bathroom you know god the shower looked at him i'm like damn man i'm cut yo right i'm like yo Feeling cut. Yourself a little bit. and then i started yeah, thinking about yeah. like what am i doing this for <laughs> right because yeah. i'm like I don't, I'm, I'm not coming out with an album right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife, my girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. she lived in the States. Yeah. I'm not going to walk around in the streets with my shirt off or a tank top <laughs> on. Like, yeah. I'm going to chill now. I'm tired, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's hard, right? Yeah. And so that day I went to, um, it's just so I could look at myself in the shower and go, damn, right? Yeah. So I remember I went to a trainer <laughs> that day and like, yo, I'm done, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And, but I'm like, and then I called up the, the studio for photo. I'm like, yo, let me take some pictures today. <laughs> so I literally took pictures. <laughs> Just yeah. like chronicalize this. For you know? sure. As you hey, should, man. That's all I have left, man. And I actually lost those pictures, but luckily the trainer uh, on, an, on his Instagram or something, he posted on oh, one yeah, of my I'm pictures. Sure so it's somewhere. on the internet. I'm like, oh, thank you actually, because I lost that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, when you came back out here, I mean, I know you said you weren't officially hanging up the music thing. It wasn't like, I, I'm done with that. I'm transitioning to this. But you found yourself rolling into other things like hosting that show on Mnet. Yeah, too. I mean, it, it, it opened me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like um, sometimes, you know, 
sometimes you have to have pushes. You gotta yeah. you gotta get pushed. You know what I mean? So um, I was me being mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and since we got to a certain point, like no one was pushing me to be any different. Mm-hmm. You know, and me having a kid moving back here is what pushed me to you know just expand even myself right. or of uh, who I was or what I did. You know. And so I'm always grateful for that, you know, like um, people might not know me a lot for that. But I mean, a personal thing, it was very uh, opening for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like because I wasn't the most and a lot of people got very surprised because I wasn't the most open dude in Korea and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, it wasn't too far from my personality mm-hmm. uh, personally. But yeah, I was that dude who was just quiet on the side. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh that's just because my Korean was messed up, you know. What I mean? <laughs> but like, yeah. So in my mind, you know, I, I think a lot of times at that time I had to, you know, like even when you speak Korean, I'm sure a lot of times for you, it filters in English in oh, your totally. brain, and it, yeah. then it I has to filter English, and come yeah. out in Korean, yeah. right? And so in English, hilarious <laughs> comes out in Korean, no response, you know. So other dudes just head. basically like, Danny, why don't you just stay quiet? Yeah. Just, just stay quiet right there, right. you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I think subconsciously, a lot of times it was just like, "Hey, that was my thing, though, yeah, right?" Yeah. Uh, I wasn't as good as in Korean as I should have been. Uh-huh. But I think it was a little bit because of me too, mm-hmm. uh, in the sense of there was a lot of English speakers around me. But also, hey, man, that was my thing. Mm-hmm. They speak good Korean, right? Mm, just I'm never gonna speak as good as them, <laughs> right? So yeah. what's my thing? Mm, little gibberish, yeah. <laughs> right? Your daddy from LA. Yeah, yeah. And so. Um, yeah, that was my thing. But then yeah. it was just a lot of times it's like, you know, like I want to see something, but it's like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it ain't funny in Korean, yeah. right? But uh, yeah, so that's why I was like labeled as like the quiet one, Word. which is, you know, just did his thing there and all serious and stuff. But no, I was not never like that. And yeah. so I think I was just a little bit more open with myself when I came back here in an English and it's mm-hmm. just a little bit more free society. Um, I didn't, uh, I know this culture, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, obviously learn more and more in, in Korea, the culture and everything, mm-hmm. but um, I still have to think about it because there's always a delay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you think about it, you just, ah, forget it. It's better yeah, if yeah. you're not sure. Right. You know what I mean? And so um, I think that's what always happened. Yeah. But here it's just like, I was just free to do me. Right. You know right. what I mean? Free to do me and didn't have to worry about the other three too much. Right. Um, and stuff like that. So, but yeah. one thing I didn't touch, and always I, I think it always you know tied in with that because of that. So even on the show or anything like that, if people always ask me like you know like how come you don't like sing or do something on the show? Because mm-hmm. when I was being the host of DFLA or something like that, you know, then I'm just me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but when it comes to music again, then I'm touching something on one time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm always a little bit more careful with that. Mm. So, I mean, it's not like ever since I left Korea or one time or anything like that, I've never done any performance mm. or even saying on TV or anything like that. Cause you know, for me, it's just a little bit something that I don't want to touch unless I should, you Got know, you. if I'm not sure about it, I won't do it. You know, if mm. I've gotten asked to perform or like at shows or mm-hmm. um, like festivals or something like that, yeah. you know, as a guest or something. And I always respectfully decline, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm. Also, I do have to think about the other three and stuff like that. You know, because it touches on that for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- that's also interesting and dope that you 
you so closely associate you and music with your group. You know what I mean? That like you're not like, oh, well, we well, that's why, of- you know, that put me on the music scene. It's right. always going to be, especially the music is going to be tied in with that. Of right. course, me even hosting being part of one time is going to be tied in with that. Mm-hmm. But to me, it wasn't what made one time. Mm-hmm. What made one time is that we did music. You know, that's the reason that we got together. You know, um, it wasn't to host shows, mm-hmm. you know. And so once it's that, that's when it's uh, really linked together. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so I'm just a little bit more careful with that because, you know, we worked hard for what we did, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and I wasn't just solo. It was part of a group. So yeah. it's just unfair for me to do um, do something, you know, anything to taint that, Yeah, you know. Never yeah. would want to either. How do you or have have you been tra- uh, handling the transition? Because you've been back since twenty twelve, yeah. So it's been what seven years now. Yeah. How have you been handling transition back here now in terms? Well, I mean, of focus. Not as much time to think about it because I have two young kids. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So most focus on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like literally, someone a uh, friend from high school hit me up like not too long ago. I think he was texting. If y'all heard the vibrations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But he's like, you know, he just hit me up out of the blue. Like, yo, what's up, man? What you been up to? How, you know, how you been? Mm-hmm. And my response was just like, you know, I'm pretty much the same. Just watching my kids grow up. Yeah. And, you know, that's my thing. You yeah. know, like, uh, it was my son's, he turned seven last week, mm-hmm. you know. Man, he's seven, man. Like, what happened? Yeah. And that's exactly what happens, you know. I mean? mm-hmm. um, so don't have as much time to think about it. And, like, a lot of times when somebody asks me to come out on podcasts or something like that, I'd be like, Man, I hope they don't ask me about popular culture right now or something because I have no idea, <laughs> this is my man. Cave. <laughs> I have zero yeah. idea, yeah. dude. Like, because yeah. I don't get to watch what I want to watch mm-hmm. and I don't get to listen to what I want to, you know, mm. like kids songs, Disney songs, and stuff like that. Yo, I'm, yo, I'm on point. Disneyland, I'm on point. Yeah, I'd be a good <laughs> tourist, man. I know the yeah. history of it. I saw a Walt Disney four-part documentary on Let's that because I'm just curious because I'm going there all the time. Yeah, you know, yeah, I want to yeah. know about it. Kind of yeah. like I have a very curious mind. Like I've got to know, you yeah. know. So just like singing, like earlier with the singing coach, I'm like, I have to know. What are you yeah. teaching them? You know, I'm just curious. And so, yeah, uh, that's my world these days. Word, the kids are my world, and you know, as you look at them, you do realize. They're cute now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long that's going to last, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, just savoring that moment. Yeah. What would you, if you were to give some, you know, piece of advice to somebody who's kind of maybe in that space that you were at, kind of bright-eyed and be like, yo, I feel like I want to go for this career, whether it be in music or entertainment in some kind of way. I mean, having you having gone through literally all the stuff that you've been through and experienced, um, what would be like a piece of advice that you would give to somebody? Who's I'm, I'm to sure it with out? you, you know, you know it very well too. I mean, it's like, um, even with acting, dancing or anything in the mm-hmm. entertainment industry and stuff like that, like, um, you really, the passion has to be there for make you push through the walls that you have to break down. And also you have to have thick skin for the, the punches you're going to take, mm-hmm. you know, because basically you're putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. you know, like. The spotlight's on you because everyone's out there. Basically, you're putting yourself out in the open to be judged, mm. you know. Um, even when you go on those competition shows, there's judges. You're basically being judged by specific people, and then you're judged by everybody, mm-hmm. you know. And especially this day and age, everybody has an opinion, mm-hmm. you know, like social media. We're talking about everyone's politicians, everyone's movie critics, music critics, <laughs> people critics, yeah. mother critics, parents critics, you know what I mean? It's easy to be a critic, you know. Um, everyone could be a critic. Everyone is a critic. 
You know, it's just whether you put that criticism out there in the open or not, or opinion out there in the open or not. You know, and um, of course, there's going to be in this world, there's going to be people who agree with you, whatever you say, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what motivates social media and people actually still commenting or putting out their opinions on some this or that, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But you're going to have to be able to take that, you know, Um, people are going to judge you. You can't you can't, you know, help it. Um, But you've got to be you've got to know who you are, be comfortable with that. If you make mistakes, you make mistakes. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to love what you do because that's going to come out, you know. Because um, especially in music and stuff like that, it's like, yo, you know, it's a personal thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, acting, you come out, um, you play a role. This role is a role in a sense because I'm different Danny one time and Danny myself. Mm-hmm. You know, not as much these days, but... Mm-hmm can't help um you naturally put on a mask you know even when you step out the door and from when you're in your bedroom you know but that man but people don't see it like that people see you Mm -hmm. you know uh, a version of you everyone has versions and best singer in the world best dancer in the world whatever like that that's not what makes you succeed Mm -hmm. you know it's your connection with the people and uh that's why you know the show is called x factor because it's an x it's it's an unvariable thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't define it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is. Everyone for everyone is different. Right. You look on the charts. It's not the best singer in the world. You look at the successful singers. Yes, they were great, mm-hmm. talented, right? But they also, it's not only those who made it, and that wasn't the only reason that they did. You right. know, there was something connection that they made with the people. I mean, me. People can. Uh, some people do say that. Oh, we succeeded, or you know, I was a successful Korean artist. You know, mm-hmm. not the best singer, best dancer, best looking, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know, but f- even for me, I try to. I always every day try to figure out what it was. Mm. You know, and um, it's hard to describe because it's it's not one thing. It's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, some things you think it's gonna work doesn't. Sometimes you're not sure, but it does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's timing. You got to be lucky as well. But um, yeah, you got to be. It's it's more personal thing, especially in. Uh, when you're a musical artist, mm-hmm. people are going to judge you for you, whether you, what name you come out with or, you know, like Beyonce also says she has alter ego. Her, she's Beyonce, but, you know, Sasha Fierce mm-hmm. or whatever like that. And I get that. Mm-hmm. But you make that distinction mm-hmm. because we don't know you personally. Right. You know, but we're going to judge you personally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we see you as this is the personal for us, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um it's not like she's playing a role, Sasha Fierce, in mm-hmm. acting, and we sure. know that it's scripted and stuff like that. Right, you right, know? right. Um, so you still got to be you in there, mm-hmm. and that's how people are going to connect. So mm-hmm. I think it's uh, just because you don't make it don't mean you weren't good, right? But you've got to you know, have passion to push through because you know, a lot of times it, people don't make it the first time around. Yeah. You know? Greatest band in the world, the Beatles, man. They were they were grinding for years and years. Yeah. They, they they performed in the slums of like or the crazy grimy places in Germany and yeah. stuff, you know, road traveling and stuff. And and that's what made them more tight knit, you mm-hmm. know. And that's where they honed their craft and that's where they came out. And so, um, sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you don't. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, you you've got to you got to love what you're doing. It's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, it's going to come out. Yeah. I love what you, how you put that X factor thing because, I mean, the X factor is something that you can't fabricate. 
you you just Dude, have at that, that time right? no one would have made a group like one time trust me yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's how it came out right but i want to give it yg in his mind I was thinking like yo we're gonna come out like this kind of off <laughs> but um but that that was the x factor it was yeah, it was some, this yeah. real almost gritty to this like fusion of style to sound to look to all of that was just like yo this is very different from what i what i see normally but for some reason or you just didn't expect you didn't expect I mean? yeah and i and i love that because you know even with what you're talking about with timing and being at the right place, right time. Um, you're not going to always get lucky with every shot that you take. Sometimes you're going to, you, you might be just as skilled and you're throwing, 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 and it doesn't hit, but just that one time yeah. that you, you hit it, one right? Time, yeah. There it is, no <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I think that's something that um, you can't do that in terms of consistency unless you really love what you do, right? Yeah. That passion just has to be there because otherwise it's like, yo, I tried 10 times. It didn't work. All right, I'm over it. You know, yeah, and then yeah. you must have not really loved it. You yeah, know because, mean? yo, man, it's not like I, I don't sing now, man. Yo, mm -hmm. I don't sing publicly, but if you see me at Notabang, yo, I'm Mike Hogg, man. Yeah. I'll be in there for, <laughs> yeah. I'll be in there for hours. Yeah. And, yo, what's next? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, and people who've been there with me know, like, dude, this dude crazy, man. He just don't put it down. <laughs> like, chill out, man. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, in the car, I'm. Well, these days, I'm. Yeah, we got them Disney songs down. Yeah. Me, and my, me and my girl, <laughs> me and my little baby girl, we be doing Let's them go. duets, you know? Heck yeah. When Trolls came out, we be doing that True Colors stuff. Okay. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. it's crazy. Um, and I think naturally, dude, they, they get into that. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a Beatles nut, so I mean, yeah, Love they know that. the Beatles as well. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and I think that's dope. Like, uh, and that's why it's not like something I planned or nothing like that. I remember we we're in line at Disneyland, and my I mean, she, at the time I think she was like what three or four, mm -hmm. and she's in the line singing Beatles song, la 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 Because I just that's be playing so it all the time, sick. and yeah. the person next to us is like, she's singing Beatles song, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I play it all the time. I'm like, that's dope, and I'm like, yeah. I know her. <laughs> That is dope. You know what I that mean? And so, yeah, man, like, uh, my love for that would never go away. Yeah. And so that's just something that comes naturally. Yeah. You know, I might not be doing it, but I'm doing it in my personal life for sure. Yeah. You know, that's tight. it's in my personal life for sure. How, how would you define success? Success, um, success is something personal, obviously, for everybody. And for me, it's really personal, personal. Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, I remember someone... He's my best friend, still my best friend now. I remember what he told me. I think when we were even in high school, he was a little crazy, yeah, like mm -hmm. deep, right? And it always stuck with me. You know, there's those sayings or things that always stick with you, right? Mm -hmm. You never forget. And one of them was like, yo, man, like the most thing that people say, like, what is the meaning of life? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like on their deathbed. Mm -hmm. And the number one answer is personal relationships. Mm. You know what I mean? So um, for me, it is something that's personal, right? Like, so pers So I think I'm very successful because I have a loving, wonderful, beautiful wife. Yeah. Two beautiful kids, thank God, right? So personally, I am successful, mm -hmm. right? And I think, and in my mind, I always think, like, I'm not dripping with money or anything like that, yeah. yo. You know what I mean? So, like, people, like... Hard to contemplate or like, oh, he was a star or whatever like that. But no, that's not how it is, mm -hmm. you know. And um, but anybody asks me right now 
And I remember someone did not too long ago in Korea uh, asked me, are you happy, you know? And like the most confidently I said, most I've ever been. Mm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. uh, you know I mean, money is like, it's not that it's not important. It's important. Sure. You know what I mean? But um, are you going to be able to find your significant other, like your soulmate or something like that? Dude, it's not a given. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sadly, right? I'm extremely lucky for that. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that's like that one person that you've got to find, mm-hmm. right? And uh, make that connection with. And, Money, there's a lot of money out there, man. Mm-hmm. You have more chances of getting some of your, your hand on some of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you can try and try, and uh, there's all, it's always out there. Mm-hmm. It's a given. It's everywhere, right? But, um, like, personally, um, man, I'm just mad lucky. And plus, mm. it's not, like, even places you go or stuff like that, like, where would you want to go, you know? Mm-hmm. It ain't, it ain't important where you go. It's important who you go with. Mm. You know what I mean? So um, for me, it's uh, it's personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're successful personally, like in yourself and with people, um, then you good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember No Muyun, rest in peace. I remember he said something in his, uh, when he was, you know, trying to become president. And he was like, you want to know the person, Right. Look and see his friends. Look around and see who his friends are. Hmm. Then you can know more about that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it is a personal thing, really. Mm-hmm. You know? And the thing that matters to me is my closest people, they think I'm a good person, then helps me think that maybe I am. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, so I think about these days, maybe I'm thinking about the world and the future more and how we leave it or something like that because I have kids or a little bit <laughs> like that. But yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's what it is about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, even in Korea, um, people always ask me, like, I think I live one of the most boring Korea, uh, Korean artist lives, you know, <laughs> because it's not like something I plan. I'm not that good, you know, but um, I didn't drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you don't drink in Korea. Don't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> do much all anything, they do, man. Yeah, yeah. Like that's why I don't know that many other artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I was just didn't do nothing. Yeah, you know, so pretty boring, but no regrets. Yeah, you know, and it's not Still. because I was gonna. I have to be good. No, it's just yeah. alcohol didn't fit with me at the time, right, so it's right. like um, God protected me or something. Like, yo, you drink alcohol, you gonna really mess up. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm yeah. out there on my own, young kid so-called celebrity mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and so uh no instead to keep me safe gave me a boredom <laughs> <laughs> you got books and mario kart right <laughs> that worked out i dig it man i, I like i like that uh that definition man um, i'm gonna do a, a quick little lightning round session with you oh man i'm gonna yo. fire off some questions some of them may be easy some may be kind of deep but point is to just off the top of your head All here right. we go lightning three two one what is the favorite place that you've ever traveled to? Guam. Guam. Um, favorite artist of all time? Michael Jackson. What is your biggest fear? Something happening to my family. Mm. If you do have one, favorite K-pop artist or group of all time? Sotaji and boys. Hey, classic. 
What is the best era for hip hop music? <laughs> <laughs> for me personally, 90s. Nice. What is your proudest moment? Marrying my wife. Sick. Well, you kind of already answered this, but do you have any regrets? If so, what would they be? Nothing to mention. Nice. If you can go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that be? You did all right. <laughs> it's legit. Um, less of, more of. So if you could see something less, uh, less of in the world and more of in the world, what would those be? Man, why are you going to make it cheesy now? <laughs> Hey, man. Uh, We're getting deep here. Yo, man, it's going to sound mad cheesy, but it's for real. It's honest. Uh, let's hate more love. Okay. Yeah. What is your golden rule, your life mantra? Be the best person you could be. Dig it. Dig it. Danny, um, dude, well, one, thank you for coming through, man, and, and chopping it up, bro. And um, like I I'm said. I'm just happy people want to still talk to me, man. Of course. <laughs> I mean, like I said, like. You know, for me and what this show is, the show is called Movement in the Shadows. And that's something that's kind of like. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm definitely moving in the shadows right now. That's what it is. <laughs> and and I, I think that's exactly what I'm seeing even from talking to you. I mean, you being, you know, having lived so much of your life, you know, in front of the cameras to people. I mean, you being praised and being on, you know, in, in a lot of ways on some of the biggest stages in the world. And then, you know, you being back here in the States, kind of like figuring life out. But and, and, I, and I'm basing this off of your definition of success to me, how I am even like having this conversation with you and just seeing that you're just the real dude. And, and I kind of I kind of felt that even from the first time that I interacted with you at, at Lando and Lydia's wedding, I was like, oh, this guy's like a, just a normal, straight up, like cool dude. And just you even being down to come on here and talk and, and just because we're old now. <laughs> yes. Hey man, but you still you're still doing you in a way that I feel like there's so much value in like the way that you um, define success and it being a personal thing and talking about relationships being like the absolute gold. You know what I mean? You can't take your money with you, but like I mean the, your legacy and, and in terms of what people are you gonna remember you for is like you said, like, who were you? You know what I mean? Who Just being you... real also comes with age. <laughs> but that's, that's real. And I think that's the wisdom. And, and I think the way that you would even advise the younger generation is like, you know, it, yeah, you got to hustle. You got to be on it. But then take your time, too, because that whole... Just don't lose yourself, man. Exactly. Yes. And I don't think you can know to... Like, just no kid is going to just know that. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be true to myself. Hey, get what you get. You get what you have to get, man. Yeah. Work hard for it, but just don't lose yourself. Yeah. Anyway. And I think that comes from just you having been who you were from day one, even in, into the Korean music scene. And sure, you kind of figure out how to kind of make it work there, but you never lost who you were. I think luckily it was fear as well. You mm. know, sometimes fear is a good thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, the fear of when I was younger, also knowing myself that, you know, if I get into something bad, I could really fall into it as well. Mm. You know, so I was scared of that. So don't always think fear is a bad thing. You know, I mean, yeah. fear sometimes helps you. It's there for a reason. Absolutely. So. I, I totally agree with that. And I think, you know, even just, uh, you know, from 
you know, just you being kind of a, a man of God. I mean, I saw you put that on your IG, like as a man of faith. And I feel like you're a very grounded individual, somebody who, um, who appreciates what they have. You don't take it for granted. I mean, like you valuing your, your wife and your kids to the life that you live and the relationships, like all of that, man. I think there's so much um, wisdom there that like, um, yeah, again, this that's the whole point of this sort of a show is to kind of show what... Um, what are the thought processes? What are the motivations um, outside or behind the cameras, off the social media, off the, you know what I mean? Like the TV interviews and stuff like that. It's like, what's just really going on? And like, I think having this talk with you, man, I, I was able to see that, man. So appreciate your time, man. Appreciate Thank your, you for hitting me your up, wisdom. Man. Of course, man. Of course. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for coming through, bro. No thing, man. Yeah. Um, if you guys are finding this episode by itself, we have a bunch more. We got 50-something episodes. I, don't, I forget what number we're on right now. Yeah. But we got, like, we just celebrated our one-year birthday this past week. Congrats, man. We are one year deep. We got, yeah, we, we thought Same this was just going to be. birthday my kid, man. Really? When was your kid's birthday? Uh, July 31st. Oh, I'm July 29th. Uh, so August 1st was the first day that we wow. launched this. But um, yeah, if, you, if this is a cool show to you guys, if this is providing value in any kind of way, all we ask that you do is share it. Um, tag us. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Kinja's Podcast, Cast with the K. We have all the detailed show notes in uh, on the website, kinjas.com slash podcast. And uh, keep leaving those reviews, ratings, five-star ratings. All that stuff helps us get visibility on the charts. And again, yeah, like if this is um, if this is dope to you guys, just share it with your friends. Keep DMing me. I love reading all the comments on what you guys are learning, what you guys think is dope. Um, and if we if we need to improve on some stuff, let us know so we can get this uh, to be better for you guys. Um, so thank you guys so much for following for a year strong, and we're gonna keep going. So thank you guys. See y'all next time. Peace. Kendra, Kendra,